welcome to the Beast Cast, episode 11. Um, as always, oh shit, I need to close Photoshop so my PC is just not blaring. Um, as what always, a great intro. Yeah, as always, um, I am with Mr. Bones that look like ravens. Um, yes. And we have a very special episode today. Um, so, if you can't tell... This is coming out in the middle of the week. What the hell? Um, and funny enough, I know what the hell. And funny enough, it's it's still Saturday for us. Me and Raven are recording this on Saturday, right after the other podcast. Literally, almost right after the other podcast, completely. Damn straight. And so, um, we decided to Batista bomb you guys. Uh, we we decided to fucking pull a pull a fast one on you guys. Upload this middle of the week. Give you guys a little treat, you know, a little bonus treat. Um, uh huh. And so, episode 11, um, there's the god of war. And I actually, there he is. <laughs> there he is. There, there he is. That's all I got. That's all I'm giving Yep. You. Spoiler alerts, by the way. If you, uh, if you played or love god of war and you're, you don't want spoilers for Ragnarok. You should have already played the game. You should have already played the game. You're a loser. But, you know, or at least watched a full playthrough on YouTube, you know, or, or a streamer, doesn't matter. Big spoilers. So, you know, feels bad, man. Go somewhere else. Literally, get the fuck out of here. Nobody wants you. Okay. Um, exactly. Cool. So, cool, cool kids club. Raven. Oh, yeah. The KKK. Um, so Raven has a very, very, very long discussion he wants to have about this. So I figured why not just do an entire episode on it? This might be a little shorter than our hour and 30. It might be just as long. I don't know. Might even be a little longer. Who knows? Usually we try to hit that hour and 30 mark now because we were requested to make them shorter. So we did. But if this one's a little shorter, you know, because we're only going to be talking about this one particular topic. So um, without further ado, Raven, if you want to start us off, because I know you've just been itching like you literally crawling under your skin. I have been itching so bad. So, so first off, first off, everybody, let's get let's get the the let's get the um let's get the claws out of the paws, okay? One, I know that the game for some people feels rushed. It is. We all know it's rushed. So before I continue, I want to get this out of the way as fast as possible because like I know it'll still be brought up probably later in our discussion, but they planned for a trilogy and they had everything worked up for a trilogy. Corey Belrog did. And then Sony comes along and they're all like, nah, nah, wait a minute. No, we got other plans. We want to, we want to do other stuff, make it only one more game. We don't want to give you money to do the other ones. And they're like, Oh, well, we can't do that. They're like, well, you're going to have to. So they had to make this game as big as possible, fit as much as they can in it you know, do shortcuts in the story to make it feel like it at least had some flow. So when I say that this is my game of the year, I'm not saying that I don't see those issues. Okay. But I'm able to admire what they did. It's like, it's like me buying a box of 24 crayons. Okay. Trying to paint a picture or color a picture and you take all but six away. You know, whatever that, you, you know, whatever comes out of that colored picture with those six crayons, it'll, it can still be the best colored picture that you see with what was given and what they were forced to be given with. I think that they hit it out of the park as best as they possibly could. I would yeah. also, I would also agree that I think the game is definitely game of the year. Um, however, I, I'm a, I'm a big softie for Horizon, okay, and as much I know you're a simp. As, as much time as I would love to put into this game, I have put almost um, equally probably forty five times the amount of time into Horizon in the Horizon world. I'm a really big sci fi fan. I love Norse mythology. I love um, Neil Gaiman. I I was telling Raven about this. Um, this author Neil Gaiman. He wrote a science fiction novel, and he wrote a North. He's like a big mythology guy, and he's a science fiction guy. Wrote this one called Neverwhere. I'm reading from my class, um, and he's also the author of 
the Norse mythology book, one of the most popular books on North, Norse mythology. So, um, yeah, I I'm a really big fan of mythologies. I I think they're I think it's like the best part about most cultures for me is learning about their mythology. Um, like I, I to me mythology is like it shows like how the culture was thinking and feeling. You know, so so like you can get the sense of how people acted and kind of were in the northern you know where Norse mythology takes place, and then you get um like Greek mythology, Japanese mythology, Egyptian mythology, all that. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And this is just, it's a really decent portrayal of Norse mythology. It's not completely accurate, but it's its still beautiful. Oh, it's far from accurate, but it's still beautiful for what they were doing. It's, it's far from accurate, but it's beautiful. It's the only beautiful. thing they did get accurate is that Thor's gullet is the right size. <laughs> yes <laughs> he is tall he's he's half giant and he, he dude him next to kratos bro i was like damn kratos that's some small dick energy buddy like i know right <laughs> he's like can i come in and then it's, i was it, like yeah from far away you're like damn okay kratos you know kratos is a big dude i mean have you if you played any of the other god of war games and you look at how tall kratos is okay so so like in the, in the greek games they're all like really big giants um, and then mm-hmm. Kratos gets shrunk down in God of War 2 after, you know, he kills Ares and gets to become the God of War. But he when he when even when he shrunk down and all the gods shrunk down to his size, he's still, like, as tall as most of the gods. He is a shorter king. He's a short king, okay? Don't get me wrong. He's a little shorter than, like, Zeus, but he's not short, short. He's, like, maybe, like, I would say probably, like, what, six foot, maybe? Five foot eleven? Yeah, he's six foot five. Six oh, foot my, eleven. He's six five? Sorry, I meant I meant six. He yeah, he's like six eleven. Six eleven? What? You mean five eleven? Okay, come on, come on. No, no, he's six eleven. Thor or 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 um, Zeus or, or wait, no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about Kratos. Kratos? No, Kratos. There's no way. I gotta look this up now. He, there's no way he's six eleven. Yeah, he's a tall dude. No, six foot four inches. He's like the he's like the size of me. Okay. That's the redesigned height, oh. but he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be a bit This is taller. for 2018, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be a bit taller? Mm. He is. He's supposed to be, even after being shrunken down, he's supposed to be somewhere. Well, see, I was right when I said the first time around, six foot five. I was close. But then I was like, hmm, I remember that he's maybe supposed to be a little bit taller. But I was right. I was close. Six, you know, was six five okay, when okay. I first said it. Either way, so so in the universe, that he's means short... Doctor Disrespect is taller than him. Okay, but here's the thing: in in the universe, he's a short king. Okay, but compared to Thor, I mean, oh my god, literally, buddy, you such small dick energy compared to this dude. Like I know, right? <laughs> he walked up, and I was all like, okay. <laughs> dude that uh kratos, true giga chat Kr- energy right there kratos okay don't get me wrong kratos is a badass i love kratos but in in ragnarok and in in 2018 when i was watching a lot of that every scene like every single time kratos is in a scene and he's like trying to be stoic i don't know it just rubs me the wrong way like old kratos he was like angry vicious you know that was what made him like scary is he was like that's what made him a badass like that scene there's there's been a bunch of memes going around He's like this. He's like holding that one um, girl who he refused to sacrifice. I can't remember. It's in God of War three, and he's like holding yeah, her. And she's getting sucked in, and then he just lets her go so he can go start kicking ass. And it's like, damn, dude, you just sacrificed her. Like that. That's that was what made Kratos a fucking badass. Is there was no remorse well, for him. I, yeah. But there's but a, then again, it was explained why. I know it's explained why. But like whenever he looks stoic, like for example, the no scene when Odin's like, all right. You can live, be your dad, you can be a dad, okay, you know what, I don't care. And then he's just like, no. Like, come on, bro. It that just... wasn't him being stoic, that was him just I would refusing say no. an offer. I would say it was definitely him being very stoic, though. Like, the way he looked, like, the way he always looks, he always looks like he's, like, I don't know. He he, he, looks he always like... looks angry. No, he doesn't look angry, he always just looks like, he doesn't look angry, he looks pissed off. I would say... I would say he looks more pissed off than angry. Like, he always just looks like he's in a sour mood, but not, like, an angry mood. Well, yeah, he spent his entire life screaming and yelling and slaughtering gods. It's permanent. 
Yeah, but that that's kind of a Giga Chad move though. I'd I'd, I'd be that'd be kind of well. Bad. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Just you know, it, it's it's the way it is. But the thing is, is you know, I had some people, you know, like, oh, why did he refuse the deal with Odin? Like, is it because of all the shit Mimir said about Odin in the first game? And I was all like, dude. If that's all anybody can come up with on why he said no to Odin, then nobody's paid attention to Kratos' character. He didn't say no to Odin in the beginning of the game because it wasn't what he wanted, keeping his son safe, or because he thinks Odin's a backstabbing liar. He said no to Odin because the last time he made a deal with a god, it costed him his child. He wasn't good about to make that mistake again. He 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 knows that Odin isn't trustworthy, but he was he's not going to make a deal with another god ever. If Odin can do all of that, it shouldn't require a deal. He should just be leaving them alone. Mm-hmm. The the deal with Ares, to be fair, it did catal it did start the catalyst to Kratos. To be fair, the the deal ended up working in his favor, but he still regrets it. I mean, yeah, he lost his main family, but. But okay, so 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 going by the God of War time, right? He now has uh, Atreus or whatever. Well, that's that's how you say his name, right? Artreus. Artreus. There you go. Um, so Artreus, who can't fucking ever pronounce his name, he has him now, and um, he had his wife, his dad, but Faye. Yeah, but um, his old family. Do you think he like still has remorse for his old family now? Surely he has like a. Or do you think he's kind of swept that? Like, he's kind of forgot about He that. will always carry the burden of that with him. Literally, it's on his skin. Mm-hmm. I know, the ashes um, of his family. And, and he, will, I, I, he will always have a remorse for that action, but I, I think this game kind of shows that he's slowly allowing himself to forgive himself of his past and allowing him to move forward. Yeah, and... All I'm saying is whatever pantheon Artreus goes to next better not fuck with him because we're going to have an entire new trilogy of a pantheon being destroyed I think that's again. what's going to happen, I think. So that connection that 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 um was between him and what's that girl's name? The the black girl? Anger Boda. Yeah. I think she's maybe like going to – because you brought up the fact that she could maybe be Egyptian. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's the case, then maybe what happens is, you know – she convinces him, you know, let's go back to my homeland or whatever, and they go to Egypt, and then they fuck with them, and then Kratos has to go and whoop their asses. You know, Anubis, I will slaughter thee. No, dude, it would be it would be uh, Osiris. Osiris is the leader of the gods. Anubis well, I know, is, but there's also Anubis. Well, Anubis is a fucking pussy though. Anubis is like the, put the dog down. <laughs> I shot the fucking dog across the way. Um, shit was barking. <laughs> I knew, it. yeah, like because because as I said, like in the previous podcast, okay, the uh, Egyptian gods kind of seem like giants, so that could be where some of the other giants who aren't putting the balls had went to, you know, to become gods over there in the Egyptian area of the world and and to spread their knowledge and building and stuff over there would explain, you know, the large monuments of the pyramids and and, and other Egyptian monuments there that are large because they are builders, they are craftsmen. And, you know, you know, it would be a perfect way to segue into Egypt using Artreus and trying to give their own little, oh, yeah, we're actually giants, but nobody's really supposed to know that. So, um, one of the, the, the god from Moon Knight is called Khonshu. So, basically, Khonshu's like, um, okay, so so there, there's a couple gods in, in ancient Egypt. that and, and this is what the whole point of Moon Knight is, by the way, spoiler alert. So, there's a couple gods in in. in ancient Egyptian mythology that kind of do the same thing, which is really weird. Um, and they explain it as like gods at different times is the only thing I could think of. So for example, Khonshu is basically like death. He's like the death of the Egyptian mythology. Okay. So imagine this, right? People do a crime, right? They commit the crime and then he, he's like the punisher. He goes and punishes them. He's like, fuck you. You get punished. You get punished in death. You get punished with death or you get punished with, eternal this or not being able to go to the fields of reeds or whatever um which is like basically heaven for in mythology of egypt um and 
Then there's this other goddess. I can't remember what her name is, but she's basically like a, a lizard. And she does the exact same thing Khonshu does, right? Where she punishes people, okay? But she punishes people before they commit the crimes. So let me ask you this. How does she do that? Because, and, and, and I'll, I'll let you answer first before I tell you. But how do you think she does that? Um, because she can read their mind. So, so, so here's the thing is, is, is it's not reading her mind. So basically what it is, is she basically can, whoever she touches or whoever, basically she can, she can bestow this gift. This is the whole point of Moon Knight. In Moon Knight, she bestows this gift to this guy, um, with the staff and he can basically, he'll touch people. And if their scales are balanced, which means they've, they've done more good than bad, um, or, or no, so, so, so in Moon Knight, they made it a little more reasonable. If they've done more good than bad, then, um, they live. If they've done bad at, or if they've done bad, then they basically get punished, right? Well, in the mythology, she basically, if you've done anything bad ever, if you've done a single thing bad, the, the scales are not balances in one good, or, or like a thousand goods equals one wrong. One wrong, no amount of goods can ever equal a wrong. If you ever do one thing wrong, like, like you know, maybe like forgetting a test or something like that, you know, going by that or something, let's just say like a real example, like that's not really doing anything wrong. She means like, if you've ever like tried to deceive somebody by lying even to your family or anything like that, you get punished instantly. And so she basically punishes people before they even commit these acts. So she ends up just start, starting to like go berserk and like starts, all these people start dying and getting punished because they might commit an act farther down the line, but she just doesn't know, so she's just going to get rid of them. And so then Khonshu basically is like, fuck you. He tries to go to the gods and get rid of her, and then, you know, you get Moon Knight, which is like, Khonshu's like, yo, you want to be my knight, and then we can go fuck this bitch up, and then he doesn't want to, but then it turns out he is, and then whatever. But I think you could do something cool with that, like in the mm -hmm. Kratos, or with Kratos. I think you could have one of the gods fuck with uh, fuck with his boy, fuck with all of them, force Kratos, you know, go anger mode again, because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to have this, he doesn't want to have the same thing repeat where he loses his wife and his, uh, kid, daughter, boy, and he goes berserk, and the Egypt, the Egyptian mythology game can end with Kratos dying. There you go. I already, I already made the entire plot. Yeah, right? I, I had, I had some, I had something funnier. Well, yeah, that, that's a good idea too i didn't think of having them die in the but i was thinking um you know in today's world you don't really see anything super magical you know we're all it's all just a boring life yep. at yep. some point in history even though some mythologies seem to be reiterations of other ones at some point in history dating all the way back closer to the babylonians and a little bit afterwards some of these very powerful human beings and and even godly like beings did exist at some point and the the biggest question is where did they go and it would be nice to actually have even if it's rushed just a game or a trilogy or a four where it, the reason why they don't exist anymore is because kratos slaughtered them all <laughs> that'd be kind of sick they can only live in like a, a the ethereal realm or whatever whatever i can't remember in what egyptian mythology is called so the reason why Moon Knight, why the gods can't act anymore is because they've been all, they're all trapped away. So they can't uh, interfere with human, they can, they can, they can persuade other humans by giving them powers to go and do things, but they can't interfere with humans anymore um, because they're all basically like cursed into these objects. So basically there's these like tiny little statues, right? And so Kanshu gets fucked. Like, so you can get fully cursed where like you can't even get out of the statue whatsoever. Or you can stay in, like, your ethereal realm or whatever it is where, where you basically are, like, a real god. Like, you live up above and you just are like, I command you to do this. Kanshu is pretty sick. I don't know if you see that picture I'm like, uh, I showed you. Yeah, I see. But he's, he's got, like, this, uh, he's got this bird skull. And the bird skull is really sick. I, I fucking love it. I think it's supposed, funny enough, I think it's supposed to be a, a, a raven or a crow, I believe. Um, and at one point, his head did have, um... Uh, before before he became basically like the death, he of the of like the mythology, he basically was like, um, he had he had a head like of of a I think it was a raven, 
like a real a real head of a raven with the flesh and all the feathers and all that and then over time beautiful because a lot of the uh, most of the mythology are all animals they're they're furries basically um they're they're human they're human animal hybrids you have a crocodile you have a hippopotamus you have a dog you have a bunch of cats um birds you have a lot of shit it'd be kind of sick i i think i well like the way the beak is set up too it's fucking fun it's just really sick that's also where that symbol comes from i think too I don't remember what that symbol is called, but I see that symbol everywhere. Now, uh, hello. Yeah, sorry. Sure. Um, the game, man, the game, dude, the game, right off the bat, just like you get introduced to the to a dog dying. Oh my oh. god, like, like, dude, it's just like the first game starts out with, you know, the funeral for Faye, you know, Kratos losing his wife, or Atreus losing his mother, very sad beginning, and, you know, after the body, while the body's burning, Kratos is like, we are going hunting, and he's all like, now? And then this time, you have a dog, one that he's close to, he dies, and Kratos' reaction is picking up the bow, we train. <laughs> it's like dude can you let this boy can you let this can you let your son mourn a death just once like can you stop but you know this time around it was different the the connotation when he gives artreus the bow saying you know we train uh um it, it i don't think it was him trying to dismiss artreus's uh feelings for losing fenrir it's because Kratos, as a man, when he needs to deal with emotion or get his um, feelings in order or, or to deal with them, his first, because of being a Spartan, his first reaction is to just go train. Training helps you deal with the loss of whatever you're going through. Whereas Atreus, he wasn't raised as a Spartan, so it's not his first instinct. He's more normal he he he's he wants to cry and mourn and and do it but to me it was like it seems cold-hearted but it's actually just kratos's way of trying to be like it's okay son Thanks. let's well, let's go he's, do something he's also, he's also trying to teach him and, and it's a very extreme way to do it um but he's trying to teach him that you know life isn't gonna be all fun and games mm -hmm. you, you're gonna have death and sadness and i think that would be a really good way to show that with Kratos dying at some point is basically make 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 him grow up, you know, kind of quickly. Yeah. And I think that would be a good way to to to, to finally finalize his character arc. Kratos dies and then, you know, he's he's got to avenge him. He's like I I get I get I get why you, you know, cuz Kratos fun for everybody who hasn't played this game or doesn't know um and you're getting spoiled out of your bejesus right now. Um Kratos does something crazy in this game that I don't think he did in God of War 2018, um, which is he held back. He held back against killing Thor. He could have easily killed Thor um, at the end of the game there, and he stopped. He stopped himself completely. And, and then, but he does he does finish the job, I guess. But but for I, once, I actually explained that away. Yeah, for once in his life, though, since he became you know with the after the the chains. He's, he's finally stopped himself, I feel like, you know, in his own track. Yeah, especially after what he saw happen with Freya and Balder. I mm -hmm. think it, it's really helped him learn how to be better, too, where killing isn't his first instinct. But the beginning of that, the game with Thor is also a double-edged meaning, okay? It's not just be Kratos holding back. It's also actually a warm up for the player because you have some people who like you know. Oh, Tyler I was talking about at the end all... of the game, like when. when oh, he's the like, end. Yeah, where he's like, "Why? Why didn't you kill him?" And then Oda oh, comes in. okay, I thought we were still talking about the very first no, fight where no, it I, I, like, I jumped okay. really far ahead. I apologize. I, I should have no, said that. Okay. I jumped really far ahead. I was talking about how Kratos' characters can kind of come full circle, where I think this is literally the first time. Ever like of course he didn't really want to kill um Freya's son, um or or yeah son right the guy in the first game yeah. the final boss he didn't want Balder. to but he ended up yeah he end, he ended up doing it um and 
but in this game, even since since God of War one, since he's gotten the chains, he has he held back completely from killing him. He could have chopped his head off right then and there, and he didn't. Um, which was like shows his character. It shows mm-hmm. that he's kind of come full circle. And also, he also it- learned a mini lesson with Heimdall. Heimdall actually was the first character to bring out the old Kratos, where he got lost in his Spartan rage. And the the thing is, uh, for me, I, I just think that's it's it's a beautiful character development. They, they if there's one thing you know, the old God of War games never really focus on the story. Like they focus on the story, but but the story in like God of War one and two, because you're playing them, so you definitely will know this. Is you get story background, you get the story, it's going, then you fucking go off for like two hours and do. And just keep killing enemies, keep traversing, and then you get a little more dialogue and a little more this or this or this. And then you do another, like, two hours or hour and a half of killing, 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 killing. Then you get a little more, you know, story progression. It's just a small story progression over time. This game completely focuses on story from, like, game, like even more than God of War 2018, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, Even uh, the dialogue is important yeah, while you're just walking every, around. Every single inch of this game, it's like Horizon Forbidden West. Every single inch of this game has purpose or meaning. Like, everything. Down to the minute atom. Even, like, the way the sound sounds. Like, sometimes when the sound goes down or sometimes when it goes up, that still has meaning of, like... It's just this very, very, very small things. Everything. Music or no music. You know, stuff like that. Everything has its own meaning of, like, what they're trying to convey. Nothing was done on accident. That's why... It's going to be a sad year. It's going to be a sad year, really. There were a few moments, though, with that final Thor fight that didn't make sense to me just a little bit. In the very first beginning of the game, when they clash their weapons hard, it creates that frozen thunderbolt from, you know, the ground up, you know, that thing, you know, that nice glowy frozen thunderbolt. And then you find out that when Faye and Thor fought in Vanaheim, they created one there. But when you're fighting Thor in that final battle, you clash your weapons really hard. Even when Thor's in full Thor mode and you're in full Kratos mode, you're you're clashing your weapons hard on purpose because it's a quick time, like five times six, and it doesn't create one again. And I was just like, this doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah. I think, I, th- I think they, well, like I said, I think that goes down to you, what you were talking about, what they kind of rushed through, I feel like, at the end. Yeah. To get it done. But damn, one of the things that is amazing in this game is uh, I like, I like, um, for me, personally, from the first 2018 game, I'm so happy that they made uh, Kratos and Freya kind of a thing, even though they don't really hint that they're dating. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked that because in the first game, I was like, you know, with how Freya acts and the way that she is and and, and stuff, I, I was always like, damn, Kratos and Freya would be great together. I feel like, you know, Kratos's wife passes on, you know, she you know, has a son that really doesn't love her much and she seems to be getting close to Artreus. Um, and it's like, I feel like they would be great. And then in this game, you get to go on adventures with her every once in a while. You get to talk about things. And, you know, she, you know, I was just like, yes, this is what I wanted. Thank you very much. I was getting kind of bored of boy. Now I actually, you know, Art, you know, imagine, imagine if something happens to Artreus in the future. I don't think it's going to be just Kratos. I believe it's going to be Freya. Like, imagine a game where it's Freya and Kratos bringing the full, like, power of hell behind them and her Norse mythology greatness in his like current form because he he can't really do the same amount of things he he did in the. Uh, games where he was in Greece. Um, it actually oh. explained that that he can't okay. have that power again. So since again. he was born a human, is is he because the gods don't age? Does is he aging still since he's a human technically? He's kind of aging, yes, but he was made a full god by Athena after yeah. he killed Ares. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I get that, but but I felt I, I feel like he's Greek gods older. age weird. Okay, yeah. so basically, Greek gods age normally like humans. And then once they reach the point of where they look like they're in their 50s 
or 60s that's then then it like the aging wheel like is like turning down the play speed of a movie like to point one like they they the their looks barely start to age after that point so he basically aged all the way like he was supposed to for the the couple hundred years in greece and then now he's like at his cutoff where he's gonna remain looking like this and the only thing that's gonna change is beard color also dude he he dude the shit he put his body through he literally at the end of god of war 3 he basically kills himself like that that Mm -hmm. sword is just massive no wonder why he's fucked. He's still like probably still got a fucking massive scar from that at most. Well, okay, it's is it? Ever... A, yeah, it's right there. He does it, have it does, a scar. Does, well, is it ever explained why he's in North Norse mythology now? Yeah, he sailed there. So I didn't know that because I thought because when I was watching the video, they they the guy said that they don't ever talk about it, or he said maybe they he missed it in the game. Maybe he just completely missed it. But well, they talk about it. But they never fully say like. How he survived God of War three, and then just made it all the way here. So, but then he said there was like maybe a comic book that explained it or something like that. There is, there is a comic book that explained. The comic book doesn't explain how he survived impaling himself, but it does explain how he got to to Norway. He basically he actually went to Egypt first, and then he worked his way up north through sailing, and he basically landed there. And then um, he he met Faye, and Faye literally had to teach him how to control his rage. Because when Faye and um, Kratos first meet, they actually have an epic battle. Because Kratos is still a rage-hungry Spartan, kind of, because he can't learn to control that aspect of him. But Faye actually, you know, tempers him. It turned turned from, from uncontrolled rage to uncontrolled fucking essentially yeah i mean he showed him the ways of how to quick i mean when that when that circle button appeared above Faye, she knew she was in for a good time <laughs> i have so many problems with the old god of war game now that i think about it <laughs> <laughs> but that's basically so he did visit egypt first i don't know if he ran into any gods there i don't remember I that part he but probably, he, he probably nomaded that shit i would imagine but it's also learned it's also where we learn why he's never tired or even blinks um the reason being is anytime he goes to sleep and the moment he stops being aware of his surroundings and he actually you know acts like a human and blinks the blades of chaos actually appear next to him um he can't be rid of them at all no matter what so um that's why. So, so he learned how to stay up for months gr- okay. on end. So get this. So you know how Romans take over the Greeks, right? Then you get Roman mm-hmm. mythology. What if Kratos kills all the Greeks? Okay, he destroys the entire pantheon. Goes in Norway, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna show Atreus my my home. And he goes back, and it's all the Romans and the Roman gods. Oh yeah, that would be a great way to segue into Christianity too. Yeah, I I think, dude. Oh my god, Jesus versus Kratos? What if Tyr became Jesus? No, dude, Jesus versus Kratos? Who you got winning that fight? Yeah, I saw I saw the picture you sent yeah. me. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, or the gif, but it's like, I actually don't think that there'd be a battle, because uh, here's one of the things that um, the game hints towards, and that people are starting to see, uh, that, that the mask that Loki helps Odin build, and then destroys and puts through the veil... When Odin talked about losing his eye, he said that when he looked into the veil, someone or something looked back at him, right? And there's only one god throughout most mythologies where when you end up peering at any part of his face, you end up either dying or losing a part of your body. And that's god-god. It's the all the actual omnipotent real god. So... Some people are thinking that maybe they will try to segue into Christianity and maybe Tyr becomes Jesus in some way, or at least Kratos becomes a Christian. Or Kratos becomes a Christian, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or Kratos versus Islam. 
Imagine, imagine though, if like Kratos starts to wield Mjolnir and there is a fight between Christ and Kratos that the Romans rewrote to be more humane because nobody can know that another god killed Jesus and it was actually Kratos who used Mjolnir to hammer Jesus to the cross. That'd be kind of fire. Be that would be kind of funny. He's like, he's like, yeah, you're done. You're done. But I actually, I would also, just for fun, I know I don't mean to be a propagandist, but it actually would be nice to see it segue into uh, Christianity. And maybe that's where Kratos retires a bit because he actually <laughs> finds Jesus and he <laughs> learns, he actually learns that you can be redeemed and he's forgiven and he's finally able to find peace. Kratos starts going door to door. Have you heard the good no, word no, of Jesus no evangelizing? Christ? Like he actually now feels like his past can be forgiven. The only thing I would want from a Christianity game is I know. Okay, here's the problem though. They do that. You even even if you go the good route where he doesn't kill Jesus Christ, right? Everybody can be like, um, you can't actually do that because that's a religion. That's not okay. You can't make a story about that. You know that affects me personally, and it's like, oh my snoozer, dude. You're not telling me that there's at least one person that still believes in the Greek gods? Come on out. Like, don't play yourself. I mean, well, yeah, I get that. But here's the thing. As much as we like to make fun of Christians for getting mad at any revisionism, which I actually don't think it's a huge problem with Christianity because there's a lot of books that I come across when I visited stores growing up where you have, like, books like Jesus Wept or Jotham's okay. Journey, which is an yeah, Advent thing. Fair, where Jesus they add is canon in the DC universe, so. What what I, what I mean is that is that people are able to create like I've seen books and I mean like even by Christian authors and that where they add their own fictional story around the time of Jesus and they're accepted. There's this only one pantheon I don't think Kratos would be allowed to touch and I believe it would be Islam. No, I think I think I think Kratos would get it. Kratos no, he can't. No, do do I know I mean that because if they try to do that. I think Santa Monica, Santa Monica Studios might end up might end up with everybody dead. So I'm just I'm just saying they can't actually. No, it's true, dude. Do you not? Did you not hear that there was that? Um, it was either it, was it French or was it in English? I think it might have been. There was a French newspaper that was doing a lot of cartoons for everything. They made fun of everybody, but they had like really funny cartoons. They did one that had Prophet Muhammad, and th there were you know, Islamic people who actually stormed that newspaper and killed everybody in it. Sounds like a sad moment. No, I, I know, and it's I, just like, everybody else can take the shit from their religion. Why I, can't I, you? The only thing I'd want from a Christian game from Kratos is I want to kill biblically accurate angels. That'd be kind of sick. Dude, that whole biblically accurate stuff is, is kind, I hate it when people bring that up, because it's not true. It would be sick, though. I mean, some some of them, yeah, like a, a four-headed lion with the different four faces. That would uh, the cherubim. That would be that would be actually pretty cool to kill. Well, could you imagine? Like that could be Atreus's whole thing. You know, he's got the bow. You can't you can't touch them. They're flying. You gotta. What if? Okay, what if Kratos dies and Atreus turns into the Loki we know from mythology. That's just an absolute d bag, and he pretends to be Jesus. <laughs> pretends to be a woman. He pre no, he pretends to be a woman to get a guy in the bed, and then turns into a dude. No, That's he 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 no he he. Well, that too, but he could like appear to people as angels falsely, you know, then bang the bang Mary, and then be all like starts his own religion. Starts his own religion. Yeah. Dude, imagine fighting Satan. Imagine Kratos going to hell Dude, and meeting Kratos Doom Guy. goes to hell, fights Freddy Krueger. Yeah, a different like like this isn't Hades. This is like hell. It would be that would be like kind of something. Okay, funny. would they, like, would Kratos they do dies like and goes would, they, would they do Satan Satan or would they do a, a an, like a, a human Satan? Would they do like a red Satan or do you think they do a like a devil Satan? Well, they could they could do they could do the. Um, the 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 angel Lucifer yeah. down in, in hell. I, yeah. Funny enough, the the best version of Lucifer I've ever seen in any um in any like sh TV shows or anything is the show Lucifer. I like the way they portray him. Well, that's how he's supposed to be. Yeah, and and that's exactly why what it is is, you know, if he came back to Earth, that's exactly how he would act and look and feel. 
he would I mean, probably it dress would himself. Too. Yeah, he he would definitely dress himself as this fucking like high class fucking pussy. Although there is a scene though, there's a scene where he loses his powers. I watched a little bit of that show back in the day, like way long ago, like first yeah. season. In like season two, he loses his power. And he's like, come on, shoot me. Because he doesn't realize he lost his power. And he gets shot. And he just goes, oh, fuck, that hurt. <laughs> he, like, falls to the ground. Because normally he's, like, bulletproof or whatever. He, like, can't get shot. He, like, doesn't take any damage. And all of a sudden he just gets fucking shot. And he's just like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> he's, like, mm-hmm. his foot's I just bleeding. I remember that. Or whatever. Now, back to the game, okay? The actual game, all right? One of the saddest things, okay, and I should have saw it coming because things were being suspicious, was was Odin being tear the whole time and killing Brock. Man, I was so pissed off at that moment. Like, I literally, like, I, I, I have you ever seen the video of that black dude punching the TV when his football team loses and it just shatters the TV? It's on top of a dresser. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like that was literally me, but to but to my but to like my door to my bedroom. I was just like, no, man, fuck this shit. I don't like this, man. Brock was like, but then it's like I, I felt like something was gonna happen to him because the moment Kratos got the spear and and he bowed to Brock, which is the first time Kratos ever got on his knees asking for anything, even sentimental-wise, okay. I was just like, damn, that's like an honor for Kratos to be kneeling before you. And I was all like, oh, no, is something going to happen to Brock? Because anytime a story gives a little bit of an emphasis or has a character reach some type of closure about themselves, it always, almost always ends up with their death. And then sure enough, it came from Tyr, the last person I thought. And then that's where I could tell the game was rushed, okay? Because even though that happened... The only big letdown of the game was I was really, really hoping that there would be two gods of war uh, fighting Asgard together. Because Tyr is the god of war. But to be fair, in the mythology, Tyr, if I remember correctly, Tyr, like, he's a god of war, but he doesn't create wars. He tries to stop them, usually. But if he has to pick up a spear, he will. I mean, yeah. And and he does, in Norse mythology prophecy, lead Ragnarok. I, I I get that, but I don't think Kratos would go toe to toe with him. I don't see a reason to. No, not go toe to toe with the God of War. I mean, lead Ragnarok with Tyr at his side. Oh, yeah. Two gods of war doing what they know is necessary because there's no way to avoid war with Asgard anymore because of Odin's, you know, um, ego and his and his absolute like nonstop. People, I saw people talking about like. Oh my God! How is there two gods of war? How how is Odin and Zeus live in the same universe? And it's like, okay, you got to look at a pantheon. Like, imagine it a country. If you're going yeah. by that, how does how does one country have a president and another country have the president? Because we have the president over here. No, it, it's like every pantheon exactly. is like its own country. Basically, you have a god of war who's like the head of war. There, you have the head of the gods in that pantheon, and you have the head of this, the head of that, the head of that, and then all the bullshit. Okay. Yeah. The gods are like the secondary. They didn't create everything. They kind of just make stuff up. Like they're like now. They're like the now people. Like before that, I think what was it before that? It would have been like the because before that it would have been the people before the Titans in Greek mythology would have been the people who created the earth, which would have been um like what the guy who holds up the earth, Gaia. Who is the Earth? Atlas. Atlas. It's it's like Atlas, Gaia, those people. The people before Titans. Whoever they are. I don't remember what the fuck they're called. They're called but it's like, weird. I really wanted to have Tyr next to us leading the charge. And it was all like, it was, but then it's like, yeah, it's going to be rushed. And it's like, damn, like it would be really, it, it was really cool to like at least have that happen. If the game wasn't rushed, do you think they would have just ended with Thor dead and then Odin still alive and for oh, for game 3, you know, Odin's a big baddie or Yeah, I f- yeah, I feel like it was going to end either with funny enough a redemption of Thor with him on your side or the death of Thor and then the third game because that was originally the plan was Thor shows up in the second game. The entire first if you go by cutscene, not like how slow everybody plays the game, but the actual intended pace, I feel like the first 
five hours of the game are what the second game's pace were supposed to be, and then everything afterwards had to be sped up because it felt like that everything in the beginning was normal. It starts out just like with the first game, Balder comes to your house, Thor came to your house. You fight Balder, you fight Thor. Then at the end of the game, Thor comes back with more Kadui. You help Vanaheim get... Um, um rescued from the grips of odin and like you do that normal thing in svartalheim and and the dwarven area the need of and then you know you get improvements to your weapons you you bring about the real god of war that thor wanted you kill him and then third game is it's all odin you meet heimdall he has a bigger um part of the story you you full on rest of the pantheon is now here valkyries are everywhere you know all this like full on action and then that's where you know brock is supposed to die and then the rest of the game is artreus having to deal with sindri and 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 all that other stuff because Honestly, I, it, it does feel rushed after that five-hour mark. After you free tier, you go to Elfheim, and you learn about everything, and, and then you bring it back. It's like right before Artreus meets Anger Boda and, and traveling to the giant realm. All of that felt like it was like we were, we, you were at an evenly paced story, and then it's after Anger Boda, everything just starts feeling like rush shit now you're the boy now you're kratos now you're the boy now you're kratos now you're the boy ragnarok boy once more kratos yeah. again odin you know the only badass moment speaking of sindri man that when he grabs that ball with odin's soul and just smashes it man that was man i sindri made me cry there was a lot of things in the game that were like it, it, it's so it, it was like so perfect but like wrong and that's why I said it's a sad year because it's not. We had two amazing games like this come out, and then now you basically have like Elden Ring that's just gonna win. It's just gonna. Be, I already know Elden Ring's gonna win. That's the sad part. Yeah, I already know Elden Ring is gonna win too. And, and it's. I and was it's watching so more shit. Fucking sad that that two of the best games had to come out with that game because like. I know. Got. I mean. I don't know. I think God of War has a higher chance than Horizon, but if I was God of War, I would have delayed it. Honestly, I would have been like, January. you know what, January. Not. I wouldn't say January because January is the year where you release shit just so that it's forgotten eleven months later. I I would really I would have waited to release it in the same month God of War one was released, April. And just have it be something that people, you know, froth at the mouth over for the summer. Because there's, I don't know if there's anything good coming out next year. I just know that whatever comes out is definitely going to be better oh. than God of, uh, not yeah. better than God of War. Okay. To be fair though, we do got a, we do got crazy games coming out next year though. Well, whatever they are, God of War. Well, God of War. I don't think, I don't think God of War would have won next year either. Spider Man Two is coming out next year. Well, see, Spider-Man, well, well, okay, Spider-Man, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn all came out in the same year no, in they 2008. Didn't. No, they didn't. No. Yeah, they did. Horizon Zero Dawn came out in 2017. Horizon Zero Dawn came out February 18th, 2017. It, it launched the exact same day are you five sure? years ago. Yep. And and God of War came out the exact same year as Spider-Man and Spider-Man. Oh, you're right. It was 2017. Okay. And God of yeah, War came out like April twenty eighteen, and then and then it lost to Spider Man, which came out in September twenty eighteen. I'm good on my release dates. I'm big on okay, my release dates. God of War won Game of the Year, so it didn't really lose to Spider Man. Was it Game of the Year though? It was. You can read. I you thought. Look I it swear, Marvel Marvel Spider Man was Game of the Year. No, look it up. Look it up. Two thousand eight Game of the Year. Game of the Year two thousand eighteen. Oh, it was what? It was game of the year. Yes. Whoa. You missed the most. Like, I mean, do you not remember the whole read it, boy? Yeah, but I thought that was. Oh, I no. thought that said Jetpack Joyride. Um. Oh, and that came out the same year as Red Dead Redemption Two. Rough. Yeah, I know. Rough stuff. Um. No, Elden. 
Sp- I swear, Spider Man won Game of the Year, dude. We no, must have. Spider Man. We must win. have. We must have went through some fucking paradox. Some. We, we didn't, dude. I remember watching it live. I, I remember Spider Man. Dude, I think you're an NPC, dude. You're Elon Musk has changed. When he bought Twitter, he changed the timeline. No, dude. It's always <laughs> been like this. Because, like, I watch, I remember it coming out. I watched Soda Pop and play 30, you know, do the whole run of God of War. It was the greatest experience of my life because I was all like, this is peak storytelling and gaming. Hey, yo, what the fuck? I I was like, this is peak storytelling and gaming, God of War 2018. Like, peak. And 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 then it won, and I was all like, "Yeah, it had to win because, like, why the hell wouldn't it?" But I knew the moment Elden Ring came out that it that as much as I don't want to admit it, I know Elden Ring is probably going to win, even though I voted for God of War Ragnarok. I, I know that I, I know should have voted for win. God of War Ragnarok. I voted for Horizon Forbidden West. I, I split the, the thing is, up. is that it, it, we're we're literally in like the biggest uh, the biggest hard place ever horizon zero dawn is a a, a horizon is a great are two great games and alloy is awesome it proves that you can have a female character that's not some preachy bitch all the time okay and they're great games but when i played through or watched somebody play through forbidden west because i don't have a playstation 5 I didn't necessarily feel the same game of the year material as I did with the first game. There were some big issues concerning bugs and other things that were coming out that I I, I didn't I didn't really like when I was watching Forbidden West. Okay. This this is why this is why I'm so sick of games. They they this is I knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm sorry to, to completely cut us off, but I was reading Hogwarts Legacy, which is coming out next year in February, and I'm super mm-hmm. excited for this game. I'm really excited. Okay, but here's the problem: is you like games? Okay, so they're like, you know what? We're going to put games up ten dollars. You know, from sixty dollars, from fifty nine ninety nine to sixty nine ninety nine. Okay, because you know the hardware is harder. It's harder to produce games now. You know. Okay, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, fine. You know what? Sure. But I knew, I said this back in the day, I said, all right, if you're going to let them put it up $10, what's letting you stop them from putting it up $20 or $30 or $40? And now, exactly, this game's going to cost $79.99 at launch. Ten more dollars than what it costs for most games now. And that's exactly how it's going to go. It's going to keep going $10 more, $10 more, $10 more. So it's $99.99 for a fucking game. Mm Mm-hmm. GTA 6 is not dropping next year, luckily, because whatever thank God whatever year that is, you do not want to release a game that same year because you're not going to win any. Well, I actually think GTA 6 might bomb. I think it's going to bomb too, compared to GTA 5. I still think I, I still think by that point it's going to be like that woke shit where they're going to like it's going to get game of the year just because it has a female character yeah. so empowering. But um, I'm a hot take. GTA 5 was shit too. Uh, hot take i don't mind the online i thought the story was pretty mediocre i just like the engine the story was mediocre and it was rushed too because yeah. lamar was supposed to be the main character yeah and gta 5 i just i like i like how gta 5 plays though I it does gta 5 is great in terms of like gameplay and other things but like in terms of making the world feel alive and other stuff it doesn't it, it falls doesn't. so it, short the, the story is like eight hours long which i'm it hoping is. I'm hoping at least, at most, we get a, a a cohesive story with GTA 6. Like, at the very least. I know, I guarantee they put oh, 90% God. of their fucking shit into the online. I can already tell you, they put 90% of their manpower into that stupid yep. online bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, but at least give us something that's longer than 8 hours long for a game this big. With a game in a world this big, you could have had 5,000 different storylines. Like, literally. 60 story missions. Exactly. When previous games had 140 40. to 180. Yeah, literally. No, well, to be fair, well, oh, the online shit takes. Oh my god, dude! Then don't have the online. Make it a dude. separate fucking game. Dude, and... online feels like the game we should have been getting with the single player. It, exactly. It's exactly. Fucking dumb. Exactly. And and that, and that's the thing I have with GTA Five. I know we're going off on a tangent. I know we're supposed to be on the one topic, but I I hate this tangent because. Well, you know, you got to understand that they can't have that many because then it would have taken up space for GTA Online. Okay, dumbass. Then make GTA Online its own fucking game, you dumbasses. Like, 
or it at least need, it doesn't need to be part of the main game or at least with the updates that you've come out with on with online adds a single thing to the story at all adds this added to the <laughs> single player version the, a the single thing they didn't add a single thing to the story they they haven't even updated exactly. the map in the story mode the map in the story mode is still like the 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 all the stuff's not there half the map's missing compared to the GTA online map the casino's missing exactly. like oh. add it Add new story to the game while you do the online story. You're already in the mocap suits. How hard is it to replace my online character with fucking Michael, Trevor, or or whoever the hell else you want me to play as and giving them a little bit of voice line? Like, like can you just do that? Can you make single player? You know, thank God for mods because somebody has actually been doing that, adding everything from online into single player with actual cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, but the only problem with that is, is then the console players that would still want that, they don't get the opportunity to have that. Because well, the devs, it sucks to the, own a console. Well, well, the devs, well, that's the thing though. I mean, yeah, sure, it sucks to own a console, but the devs should be doing that. It shouldn't be up to the community True. to do that. that that's, that's facts. But anyways, back to God of War. Dude, I loved everything about the game. You get so many answered questions, too. Like, how come, you know, Kratos doesn't seem to be as, like, magical as he was in, the first, as in like, the previous games before he came there? Well, that's actually explained. That was, um, he tells Freya that after he uh, slaughtered the entire pantheon and Olympus was destroyed, that he lost the ability to wield the magic from his homeland and that the only thing he has now is the blades of chaos and freya was all like you know yeah you you destroyed the place that was technically your source of power so you no longer have that which is probably like it's sad yeah well i think this is probably a good place to wrap it up we talked enough about it i feel like we talked a decent amount talked enough dude we went on we <laughs> we barely talked we didn't talk about the this story but we, we did, did. We did. Ratatoskr, funny ass squirrel. Uh, Brock, hilarious <laughs> as fuck. Calling Heimdall a, a worthless <laughs> uh, taint stain. <laughs> um, no, hold on. Um, now, now, let me ask you this: What did you think of the voice acting? It grew on me. Odin. I loved first, the voice acting. I thought Odin at first was gonna be kind of goofy, but it really grew on me. Yeah, it, I I did too. When Heimdall's like, he means he means to betray you. Are you? Are you look? Are you a little trickster? It's, he, <laughs> yeah, it's just like fuck. No, the scene. No, just the way he always talks because he's got like that that panicked step in his voice, and it, it honestly fits his character because the way his character looks too. He looks like a little bitch. But no, come on. I know you felt what I did. Let's get those answers <laughs> no and then the the scene like even the scene where in the in the first time you you actually hear his voice acting where he's in the he's in the house with him and yeah. he's like he's like he's like friend like like pacing back and forth and like 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 his hands are on his head he goes okay 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 here's the deal and i was just like oh jesus christ man this guy is just like here's the deal i know you can trust okay yeah. i'll settle your debt with my ex yeah. keep freya off your back Oh man, it's no, it's it's it's, it's great. I now, do have let me to say it was a knee jerk. Yeah. Now let me ask you this though: Who do you think wins voice acting wise? OG Kratos voice actor or new Kratos voice actor? Uh, new Kratos. You like a new Kratos more? I think I do too. I do, I do, because like again, I've been playing through the new PlayStation ones. I understand Kratos' story, so I get why Kratos speaks the way he does in the first games. But like literally all of his lines, ninety percent of them, they're just all of them they're yelling. Generic. Yeah, they're generic. Anybody can be doing the yelling. like he that's... sounds great yelling, but it's like, yeah, that he's one of the the voice actor is a yell voice actor. That's like his Zeus, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Me when I asked Mike Tyson what people wear on their feet, Zeus, Zeus. <laughs> when you finally find. That that never mind. I can't make that joke. <laughs> yeah, stop yourself right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's like uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's you know, it's it's. I loved a lot of things about the game, and and honestly, I loved the idea of the Drapnir spear. 
uh, drop near spear. I, I liked how they added that. I was scared when I saw that he was getting a new weapon because I was like, dude, I already have these two and they're badass. How am I going to handle a third? And then when I see what the third one does, I was all like, oh, okay, well, that's nice. And like, I loved I loved everything about it. Uh, I, I loved the idea. I love how they handled Ragnarok with what they were able to do. Um, I did notice the Will Smith and Thor's dialogue, you know, when Mimir's trying to talk about Throod, you know, and he's like, keep her damn name out your fucking mouth. I think we need a, I think the next villain in, in the God of War games, we need to have Will Smith be the main voice actor. Dude, we should. You should. And the worst part is, is you should go back to Tyler one who just finished it. You should go back to his Thor fight, which took him like two hours. Okay. What? How? He was he, he was playing on the hardest difficulty. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's a he's a small brain, so that made it even worse. Like his one 16 hour stream, which is as long as most people's playthroughs, was literally him getting through a normal six hours of the game. Okay. Like it was the you should you should watch his his fight with that. Thor because it keeps restarting at that point where it's like keep her damn name out your fucking mouth all the time and everybody's like spamming like funny ass gifts repeating the dialogue yeah oh man i do i loved it though and and honestly like man like i just it was great and but i just wish they had more time with the story maybe they could have extended the story rather than making two maybe i wish they were given a little bit more budget to add just like a few more things in there but um like i don't know i loved it uh only drag of the game was when you meet anger boda and ironwood it started out great and then it just felt like it dragged the hell on for no reason whatsoever and i well, was see, like okay i feel like that's like every god of war game i feel like every god of war game could be like four hours shorter well the first game i never felt that way about the first game the first game like mean, from okay, beginning okay. to i never like got god tired of, war, of it. or do you mean god of war 2018 2018 okay in 2018 even when i watched it first like a hundred times and then even played it myself i never once got bored like i never felt like oh this could have been shorter but with ragnarok when it comes to artreus meaning anger boda for the first time it starts out great like i'm all into it and then it just starts to just be this weird like every two steps there's another enemy to fight for absolutely no reason and i was just like oh my god dude is there a fast forward button i know anywhere that, that's my biggest pet peeve with games is Listen, I I like playing games, okay? I don't I, I don't mind watching people play through them. I like playing the games myself. But it gets so annoying when when the only reason that you have a puzzle in the game isn't like to try and crack your brain. It's just so that you can draw it on an extra twenty five minutes. And also, not to mention the puzzles, to be fair, are a little easy in this game. Anyways. Like there's the the problem is is they have like this um support thing on. I don't know why. I, and I don't know if you can even turn it off, but it's on by default, where if you just stop touching your controller while you're in the middle of a puzzle or any type of hard part that requires any thinking, they just, like, explain the entire thing to you. Like, completely. Yeah. And it's like, dude, let them figure it out. Like I They get... did that. People bitch about that, but then when the first game came out with some of the puzzles that were in it, you had people bitching that there weren't any yeah. hints. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Well, that was the thing about the Uncharted games, is... The original Uncharted games, they didn't even have any... Nathan Drake wouldn't even say any dialogue whatsoever about the puzzle other than maybe like, hmm, maybe I need to go that way. And that's all you'd get, okay? You wouldn't get like a, hmm, maybe if I pull this lever, if I pull this lever at exactly a, a 30 degree angle on your stick on your controller, looks directly at the screen, says that, on your stick on your controller, if you turn it to the right exactly this much and you angle the light to hit it, then maybe it might go through, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I'm just speaking to myself. I don't know what I'm talking about. But they had to add shit like that into the remake of the Uncharted collection games because people bitched on the PS3 versions that they were just too hard, that the the the, the puzzles were too hard. And to be fair, back then, if you didn't give anybody a hint, you were kind of fucked. I mean, it got eventually... Small brains. Well, no, it eventually got to the point where um, by Uncharted 3, the internet was finally popping off and people would upload it. But like when Uncharted 1 came on 2007, most people weren't even uploading stuff to YouTube, let alone gameplay videos so if you wanted to find it mm -hmm. you either had to be a really degen that went through a bunch of reddit or either reddit threads or, or early reddit threads like super early reddit threads or you'd have to go through any type of messaging board like game forums to try and find it 
but now you can look up any puzzle on the internet, so. Oh, yeah. But, like, back then, dude. And that's, Small that, that's That's back in the day when you had to have a gamer's guide. I still have the N64 Super Mario 64 <laughs> gamer's guide. I dude. have a gamer's guide, too. To what? Is it just called gamer's guide? No, it's for, like, a specific game. Like, I remember when they were sold. Yeah, like it, it's when they hilarious. would sell them at Walmart on the game aisle on the, on the end of it. Here's a Sonic Heroes game guide. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but PlayStation 2 can need this. No, the game guide for, for Super Mario 64, it's actually, like, a classic. If you have a really good condition one, it's worth a lot of money because it's a Nintendo Powers magazine, and those are worth a lot of money. Um, And basically, it explains, like, like the simplest stuff. Like, it, it goes through every single level and tells you how to get the star. And one of the stars, it tells you just the exact opposite of what... tells you, like, the wrong thing you have to do. I think it's in uh, Wob's Fortress. It's, like, blast away the wall. They tell you to shoot the wrong wall. They tell you to shoot the wrong wall in the game to get the star. So, if you try to do it the correct way, you can't even fucking get it. If you follow the guide. Nah, rip guide. It, that was probably a troll. There's no way. Because it's such an easy star. Well. Well, I think we could probably end it here. Yeah, we can. That's pretty good. Everybody, buy God of War Ragnarok. Watch exactly. it. Do whatever. Vote for it. Don't watch Tyler 1. Vote for God of War, President of the United States 2024. Elden Kratos. Ring's gonna win. Okay, I know. because I know, I know Elden Ring's gonna win, sadly. That's just, just how it is. It is. That's just how it is. So, um, just how yeah. it is. Uh, you got anything you want to plug, Raven? Um, yeah. Uh, don't do drugs. Um, and if you do, be considerate about it. Moderate. Well, I think we're gonna end it there. Uh, yeah, so I guys... don't know. What, I don't know what else to say. That was it. <laughs> Deuces.